Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight, the battle for speaker begins. The new details as the House of Representatives is without a leader and closed for business. Who could be second in line for the presidency? Here are tonight's headlines. Top Republicans throw their hat in to become the next speaker. What does the chaos in Congress mean for the American people? The drama here at the Capitol threatens to inflict some real pain in communities across America. A strike involving more than 75,000 health care workers is indeed getting underway after Kaiser Permanente and a coalition of unions failed to strike a deal. This is the largest health care strike in U.S. history. Workers are telling us what they're looking for and how it could affect patients. The urgent search tonight as police look for who opened fire during a university's homecoming week. The new details. The future of the Catholic Church. What Pope Francis is signaling after Mass at the Vatican. Bishops are meeting right behind me to discuss controversial topics like blessing same-sex unions. To the delight of some, but to the dread of others. At this facility in Georgia, they're recycling used batteries from electric vehicles. It's all part of a growing supply chain around EVs in the U.S. We're going to show you how this so-called battery belt is creating thousands of new jobs in a part of the country you might not expect. Apple says it's working on a system update after owners have complained the new iPhone 15 is at times too hot to handle. Simone Biles does it again, leading U.S. gymnastics to its seventh straight gold at the World Championships. Good evening and thank you for joining us on this Wednesday night. We begin tonight with the political and real world fallout from the historic removal of the Speaker of the House. The unprecedented vote to vacate the chair leaves the House of Representatives in a state of chaos 
and at a standstill. Interim Speaker Patrick McHenry of North Carolina, upset at the far right faction of his own party, sent lawmakers home to cool off with only about six weeks to prevent a government shutdown. Members will return to the Capitol on Tuesday with an expected vote for the next speaker taking place the following day. Two conservative hardliners have already thrown their hat into the ring. Majority Leader Steve Scalise and Ohio Congressman Jim Jordan. Until then, the People's House is closed for business. We have a lot of news to bring you tonight. And CBS's Scott McFarlane will start us off tonight from Capitol Hill. Good evening, Scott. Good evening, Nora. For a second day, half of the U.S. Congress is paralyzed and will remain so indefinitely, raising fears Congress is barreling again toward a painful government shutdown. Kevin McCarthy's name still hangs above the doorway, but the fight to replace him is on. Top Republicans Steve Scalise and Jim Jordan both officially announced their candidacies today. I think I can. But whether they have the votes to succeed and when the House will eventually reopen for business are both open questions. Is there anything you can tell us about the schedule or what happens next? The interim speaker, North Carolina's Patrick McHenry, had no answers on the days ahead. The only certainty among most Republicans today, their disdain for colleague Matt Gates, who led the charge to remove McCarthy. I think it was deplorable. Uh, I think it was disgraceful. And he put his own petty personal grievances ahead of the country. Gates today continued to attack his colleagues. The nerve of these establishment Republicans to have to take a week to go have a good cry and then blame us for being the reason that we can't get the work done. The leadership vacuum and overall paralysis in the House is raising new worries about crashing into the new November 17th deadline to fund the government and avert a government shutdown. The lights are off. The doors are locked indefinitely. What should folks make of that? Yeah, they should be very concerned. I mean, the average American should be very concerned. We need to change the poisonous atmosphere in Washington. Also in danger, funding for Ukraine, which was left out of last weekend's deal to avert a shutdown. The Pentagon warning Congress this week that it's running out of money to replace weapons it sent to Ukraine. Any new speaker will have to contend with a growing number of House Republicans who think it's time to turn off the spigot. You think what happened yesterday sends a pretty troubling message to Ukraine? It sends a troubling message around the world. There's another controversy. Former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Democratic leader Steny Hoyer say they were evicted from their Capitol hideaway offices, a perk for senior members. One of Kevin McCarthy's allies says Republicans control the office space and that McCarthy now needs and is entitled to the space that's been used by Pelosi. Nora. All right, Scott McFarland, thank you. Tonight, the largest health care strike in American history is underway after tens of thousands of Kaiser Permanente workers walked off the job in five states and right here in D.C. The union is asking for higher pay and better staffing. CBS's Jolene Kent talked to striking workers on the picket line. At dawn this morning, more than 75,000 workers at Kaiser Permanente walked out. We're taking care of lives. You know, healthcare workers should be valued. Joining her on the picket lines, pharmacists, respiratory therapists, optometrists, and other technicians. The union is asking for better working conditions and a $25 an hour minimum wage. Kaiser has offered $21 to $23 an hour. That's just above what fast food workers will soon make in California. We have a lot of people who leave and they're like, you know, why would I work here for the same pay that I can make at Burger King or Target? 
and not have to come in contact with infectious diseases. Kaiser has a patient pool of nearly 13 million people and more than 300,000 employees. Its profit so far this year tops $3 billion. Fighting for our patients. In a message to patients, Kaiser said our hospitals, emergency departments, and pharmacies will remain open. We may need to reschedule certain non-urgent appointments and procedures. The three-day walkout began as negotiations intensify for unions striking in other industries. Today, auto workers, culinary workers, and screen actors are all at the bargaining table. The economic impact has been profound. Strikes around the country so far this year have meant a loss of nearly 7.5 million workdays, the most in a generation. What would you say to a Kaiser executive if you could talk face-to-face right now? Kaiser, do better for your patients and for your employees. The nurse that we just heard from there also tells me she thinks about quitting the job that she loves every single day due to the current conditions. Now, Kaiser acknowledges that 5 million healthcare workers across the industry have quit since the beginning of the pandemic, and burnout is at a record high. Nora? Jolene Kent there on the picket lines. Thank you. Well, there's breaking news tonight after a mass shooting at a historically black university, including and rather injuring five people. Morgan State University in Baltimore is canceling its homecoming weekend for the first time in the school's history. And it comes as CBS's Nicole Skanga reports a suspect or suspects remain at large. A campus-wide lockdown. Everybody good? Yeah. Need a medic? No. For three hours, students sheltered in place as SWAT teams with guns drawn searched dorm rooms and swept hallways, looking for suspects. I got a shot out window, it appears. After a flurry of gunfire shattered windows and sent Baltimore police racing to the scene Tuesday night. When it happened, it was just a frenzy. And students ducking for cover. Bullets hit the glass behind my head. Five people, including four students, were hit, but all are expected to make full recoveries. Authorities found multiple guns at the scene, but haven't made any arrests. We believe the five victims who were struck were unintended targets. The nation's 531st mass shooting this year came during the university's homecoming week. Today, classes are canceled, and Baltimore officials say enough is enough. Gun violence has been an epidemic in in this country longer than I've been breathing oxygen, and we've had little to no action. At Morgan State University, they've had three back-to-back homecomings mired by gun violence. Is that acceptable? That's not acceptable anywhere. Investigators say the incident likely stemmed from a dispute between two small groups. And an update on the victims tonight. Three of the injured have already been released from the hospital. Nora. Nicole Skanga, thank you very much. There's more breaking news with another shooting, this time in Massachusetts. Police say several people were shot today in Holyoke, including a pregnant woman who was riding by on a bus. The mother is in critical condition, but her baby died. Investigators say the shooting took place after there was a fight on the street. Three suspects are in custody at nearby hospitals. Now to the murder investigation of rapper Tupac Shakur, nearly 30 years after the music icon's death. The man police and prosecutors say was behind the 1996 Las Vegas shooting made his first court appearance today on murder charges. CBS's Elise Preston reports tonight from outside the courthouse. 
after Tupac Shakur's murder 27 years ago. Today, the focus was on this Las Vegas courtroom as a handcuffed Dwayne Keefe D. Davis limped in, appearing before a judge and the world for the first time since the self-proclaimed gang member and drug kingpin was charged with Tupac's murder. This is such a high-profile case, 27 years in the making. We feel very confident that the criminal justice system will work in this case. Police just arrested 60-year-old Davis last week. Davis has admitted to being in the car at the time of the drive-by shooting, penning a 2019 memoir and conducting several interviews, including with Vlad Lubovny for Vlad TV. They want to come put me in jail for life? It's just something I got to do. And like, I'm scared of jail and then. Do you think after all this time that it weighed on him? I, I don't think it really weighed on him. I think it's just been so long. Uh, and, you know, you could normalize anything. You could normalize murder. Now, there was no plea entered. Davis appeared in, in court by himself. His attorney couldn't make it. The next hearing is set for two weeks. Nora? Elise Preston, thank you very much. Let's turn now to the weather because more than 6 million Americans are under severe thunderstorm watches tonight in East Texas and Oklahoma. Storms could produce baseball-sized hail, damaging winds, and the possibility of floods. Flooding is also a concern in New England this weekend. Tropical storm Philippe could make a landfall in Maine on Sunday, and it will bring at least three inches of rain from New York to Maine. That's starting on Saturday. Turning overseas now to the Vatican, where Pope Francis opened an important meeting of Catholic bishops today on the future of the church. Among the controversial topics, whether priests can marry or women can become deacons and if priests can bless same-sex marriages. CBS's Chris Livesay is in Rome. From around the world, bishops gathering and sometimes clashing on hot-button issues. But the biggest bombshell dropped before the synod even began, with Francis this week publishing a letter opening the door for priests to bless same-sex unions. We cannot be judges who only deny, reject, and exclude, declared the pontiff. As queer people, we want to believe that God blesses our love. Jamie Manson, a women's rights activist and devout Catholic, says the change opens the church tent for LGBTQ couples, like her and her partner of four years. Affirming and embracing everyone only makes the church stronger. It is a very slim minority of Catholics who are opposed to same-sex unions. Uh, That's what they wish, but it's not. Father Gerald Murray is a conservative priest from Manhattan. For the Pope to say that priests and bishops can find a way to do this, it's wrong. He shouldn't do it. What's the harm in making this this tent, so to speak, bigger for more people? The harm is that it contradicts Catholic teaching. American conservative leaders in the Catholic Church have warned that if Francis doesn't stick to doctrine, he could provoke a permanent split. In his homily to open the meeting, Francis made it clear where his focus lies. Tutti, tutti, tutti. He said, everyone, everyone, everyone must be allowed in. This summer, Pope Francis called some of his conservative critics in the U.S. backwards. As for blessing same-sex unions, Pope Francis says this shouldn't give the impression that they're on par with heterosexual marriages, still the only marriages the Catholic Church recognizes. Nora? Quite a story. Chris Livesay, thank you very much. Well, now to a horrific story out of Iran. A human rights group is accusing Iran's so-called morality police 
of beating a teenage girl for not wearing a headscarf. Surveillance video appears to show a 16-year-old girl being pulled unconscious from a train. Activists later posted a photo on social media claiming the girl had been beaten into a coma. CBS News has not been able to verify the video or the photo. The State Department says the U.S. is alarmed by these reports and condemns Iran's treatment of its women and girls. Tonight, Ford has announced more layoffs due to the ongoing UAW strike. 400 workers were told not to report to work tomorrow at two Michigan plants. One of the main sticking points of the strike is the transition to electric vehicles, which have surged in production. CBS's Ben Tracy goes in-depth for a rare look inside the manufacturing boom taking place across the country to build new EV batteries. So right now, this plant just opened around six months ago. By year end, this plant will be at capacity and we're going to need another plant. Michael Cronley is CEO of Ascend Elements. It recycles used EV batteries in Covington, Georgia, extracting 98% of critical metals that can then be reused, a key part of the new EV supply chain. I'm really proud to be part of that, and I know a lot of our team members are also very, very proud to be part of that. In the past three years, more than $90 billion in battery investments have been announced nationwide, creating an estimated 70,000 manufacturing jobs, much of it in a stretch from Michigan down to Georgia, now being called the Battery Belt. So this is a battery cell? Yes, this is a pouch cell. Jay Wan Che is executive vice chairman of battery maker SK-On, part of a South Korean conglomerate. After decades of U.S. jobs being offshored, foreign companies are opening dozens of new battery plants in the U.S. SK plans to employ up to 15,000 people in five plants by 2026, including this one in North Georgia the size of 13 football fields. It can produce enough batteries every year to power 400,000 vehicles. We're very happy that we chose uh, Georgia, Kentucky, and Tennessee. Or why did you say this is where we need to be? Well, U.S. is the center of auto industry. It's not possible not consider this place as your investment. Matt Lauer left the poultry industry for the battery plant. I love North Georgia, so I was very happy that we got to, to build something like this in here and that I got to be part of something like this. It's also a new economic engine for the nearby town of Commerce, population 7,700. You know, when you have a company investing more than $2.5 billion in your community, It attracts a lot of attention. Mayor Clark Hill says his town will build a new school on this old golf course with payments coming in from the battery plant. We feel like it's not only going to be good for our citizens, but it's also going to provide a a better quality of life for the whole region. A region now re-energized by the battery boom. Ben Tracy, CBS News, Commerce, Georgia. There's been an arrest after a mother stands up to a biker following a violent confrontation in Philadelphia that was caught on camera. We've got the details next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Tonight, criminal charges have been filed against a biker after attacking a mother with her two children in the back seat. It was all caught on camera. You can see the 26-year-old attacker smashing the back window of the car. When she gets out to confront him, he points a gun at her and tries to headbutt her all while her two- and five-year-old children were in the car. Now, this happened on Sunday night in Philadelphia while the mother was delivering food. The biker now faces multiple charges, including reckless endangerment and aggravated assault. Officials in Oregon are investigating what caused a small plane to crash into a home. Video shows the plane spiraling downward before it smashed through the roof of a house, killing two of the three people on board. Officials say there were several people inside the home, but they all made it out safely. Apple believes it's found a way to fix that new iPhone that customers say is literally too hot to handle. We've got the details next. Apple put out a software update today to prevent its new iPhone 15 from overheating. The hot-selling phones have been running as high as 112 degrees, according to the Wall Street Journal. Users were speculating the phone's more powerful processor or titanium components were the heat source. But the company says updated software should fix the issue. The largest lottery jackpot of the year is on the line in tonight's Powerball drawing. The grand prize now stands at $1.2 billion. That's the third largest jackpot in the game's history. The cash option payout would be more than $550 million before taxes. Gymnastics superstar Simone Biles and the U.S. women's team have a favorite color, and it's gold. (laughs) We'll explain next. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Finally tonight, Simone Biles and the U.S. women's gymnastics team have made history again. 
The world's greatest gymnast led the U.S. team to its record seventh consecutive gold medal at the World Championships in Belgium. The U.S. women have won the team title at every World Championship that included a team competition since 2011. And that breaks the all-time record for men or women for consecutive team titles in the history of the sport. Biles was already the most decorated gymnast of all time, male or female, at the World Championships, and now has 26 medals. 20 of them are gold. Oh, my gosh, she is incredible. Congratulations to the entire team. And that's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be because Survivor 46 is here and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Divya Dars. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast. And to ask Jeff some questions, because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.